permits are that piece of paper that allows us to partake in an activity. It isn't something anyone wants to try and get. And it's no surprise most new build constructions don't even think about getting a building permit because it seems like a hassle. And it even is more of a hassle when you try to get a building permit because the authorities don't make it that easy to get one. Now, the process seems annoying with a lot of requirements that no ordinary person can be able to meet. And acquiring a building permit can be a lot easier once you know what to do and what the authorities are looking for. The only thing now is to know how to get the building permit and what is normally required. This is the paradigm shift to bring a change to the thinking of architecture. I am Zimu. This is Architectural Revolution. Before we go into getting a building permit, I want you to be aware that architects normally help you get a permit for your design project after the construction documents phase has been completed. Of course, it comes with a fee, but if it is discussed as part of the scope of works in the very beginning, then it would be inclusive of the fees that will be initially presented by architects. So the building permit is that formal document that grants you permission to build a new building or at least make changes to an existing building or, a new, or an existing construction project. So according to LI 1630, anyone who intends to erect any building, make any structural alterations to any buildings, execute any works or install any fitting that is connected with any building must apply to the fiscal planning departments of the district where the site is located for a building permit. And then you have to submit copies of relevant plans and other documents. Aside from the relevant plans that I'll talk about later, other documents are also required to apply for a building permit from the district assembly. So these requirements are necessary one way or another for any building type and some of them are the building permit application form which you require one copy, the uh, title search, one copy, an indenture or deed of assignment or land title certificate, also one copy. You need architectural drawings, four copies. And when I say architectural drawings, this is not the sketch design. Architectural drawings referred to here are the construction documents, right, which are made by an architect and stamped by an architect. Okay, so the architectural drawings are detailed drawings of the design that an architect has made, which could include the block plan, site plan, ground floor plan, and subsequent floor plans, elevation sections, schedules of doors and windows, and other relevant details that the district assembly and the fiscal planning department can be able to understand and know how to apply the grant to you the permit okay 
And then you also need structural drawings, also four copies. Uh, structural calculation report, four copies. Fire, uh, fire reports, which is just three. You need three copies of that. Mechanical drawings, again, four copies, just like architectural and structural drawings. Uh, geotechnical reports and structural integrity reports, which for that one, we, you also would need three copies. An environmental protection agency permits one copy, which you get from the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency. A traffic impact, traffic impact assessment, three bound copies. A hydraulical services report, and that is also three copies. But you might need that if it's requested from the assembly. So, in any case, if you are applying for a permit. It's not one of the necessary documents, but when requested, then you would have to produce it. And then lastly, the property rate. You have to know that in applying for the permit, the proposed development must conform first to the zoning status of the site and the community that is located in. Provide architectural drawings and structural drawings that have to be signed and stamped by a licensed architect and the structural engineer respectively. Now the fire reports has to include drawings from the Ghana National Fire Service and a certified soil test report is required as well. So the drawings that would have to be submitted to the district assembly and subsequently the physical planning department would include sections, elevations, plans, some material specifications, and calculations all set in a scale of not less than 1 is to 100. Now, if you have an architect who is doing all those things, they know specifically what to do. So you wouldn't have to even worry about the scale and then the required drawings or what needs to be included in the drawings to submit. But of course, if you know this it poses no harm, because then you know that if you're getting a document and it's not from an architect, which I'm sure some people would do, know what to look out for. Look out for elevations, plans, sections. Because if you go and start the building permit process, you'll be called back to provide all these documents. And then and that will also come at an additional cost to you. So it's best to get that done in the very beginning. Now I want to I want us to look at the procedure for obtaining a building permit again. This is general for all district assemblies, but some district assemblies might have a slight variation in the process, but most of them would follow uh, these steps. Now, the first one is the application form. Obviously, we need to start from there. And so preparing the permit application is the first step in requesting permission to build here in Ghana. And you have to pick up a form from the district assembly, fill it out, include the necessary drawings that is required by you, and then you pay the permit application fee, which is about 50 Ghana CDs. But hopefully it doesn't increase, but looking at the way things are going, it might increase soon, or it might be a different price at different district assemblies. Because they all do their own things that is uh, on their own. There are set rules, but they decide to 
you know, do their own thing. So that's that. And the second step would be application review, which the once the permit application goes through, it starts from a review process, also known as vetting by the the department. And then there are three layers of the vetting that needs to be finished before the building permits can be issued to you. And this vetting first goes by the fiscal planning department, the works department, and other relevant departments, depending on uh, the structure or building that you are trying to put up. And charges or changes may be requested from you during the application process after some review, and then they might also require resubmission for further vetting. So this is where if they have an issue with the documents that you've presented and they need further information, of course, they'll contact you to provide that much information that they can really understand uh, the building that you want to put up and see if they'll grant you permission to, to, uh, to go ahead and construct the building according to the drawings. Step three is site inspection, where a building inspection officer will then visit the property to conduct a site inspection. Once the application has been thoroughly reviewed and vetted and it's in stasis where it's being approved or not approved. Then step four is assessment and recommendation. This is where after the inspection, an evaluation and any necessary recommendations would be given to you based on the inspection that has been done by the officer and then to the SPC, which is the Statutory Planning Committee. Then moving on to step five, which is a decision on application. After everything has been met, the prerequisites have been satisfied, the entire submission will then be evaluated and taken into consideration by the SPC, the Statutory Planning Committee, and then the application will either be accepted, refused, or even put on hold for later review if some of the requirements have not been met. So sometimes we have to try and make sure that we get and meet all these requirements, especially when looking at the documents that are required from you. And I've listed them, there are about 13. I listed them earlier in the episode, so you can, again, take notes and meet those requirements, especially when you start the process and then they ask you to provide these documents, not only the, the drawings. Step six then is the issuance of the building permit. That's if it's been accepted. So if approved, you then receive the building permit from the licensing office, from the district assembly and the department as well, which they'll also issue you an official permit certificate. But know that all building permits have an, expir uh, an expiry date, an expiration date. But this can also be extended if you need more time to complete the building. So yes, building permits will not run forever. They have a start date and an end date. And they would, you know, the, the permits date would expire at some point in time. If you are not done with the construction 
by that time you can then st start to extend it even before the set date so you have to look out for that as well right if you have somebody helping you out if you have an architect who's who was part of the process of acquiring the permit this would also be in the back of the mind of their mind as well where they also try to make the construction at least meet um, or be completed before the deadline occurs but you know sometimes things happen and would have to of course extend the the, the the permits so that we can then complete the construction of the building now this process normally happens in person by you know first going to the assembly to pick up the form find out what you need what you need to submit in the first process and then we'll continue from there but lately and it has been in news though that you can now apply for a building permit online now i don't know how fast that process is but it's happening in accra and i think tema i don't know how fast that process is and if it's legit or at least more legit than what we all know is going on in our assemblies and if that's so um i mean that's a good thing but sometimes we know how you can people can manipulate computerized systems and find a way of um, just making one or two persons for themselves but then again we move on and then we try and get our permit applications through and get our good buildings uh, and good designs constructed so the permit application process can really be tedious but you know that with the right information and requirements it can really be done and not only that but with the right help as well so sometimes you have to try and do a due diligence in acquiring one and acquiring a building permit as it will normally ensure that good buildings are put up in society and that's coming from the assemblies now if we don't get somebody who you know does not look at the building wall then of course a bad building will be put up and then we'll have what you really we can clearly see in our, our cities and towns and without it, buildings then they'll create a havoc in our society and which is not really a good thing because then we can't compare our cities to what is outside the country and it doesn't sort of bring up this image of where we are trying to go or where we are trying to reach so the permits help with that to bring up new buildings good buildings that really serve the society so if you do the right thing we really can be able to then create a better place for all and that's what the permits process is for it's just to create good buildings for for a better place and that's that if you enjoyed today's chapter please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast share it with your friends and acquaintances and leave a review so others like you might discover it as well you can connect with me on various platforms using the links in the show notes until next time do take care